something that was pretty consistent across all the lists and predictions that I saw were, hate this term so much, motherless meats. Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, trending topics, social media. Trending topics like trends, food trends. There it is. Ah, the segue. (laughs) For our first episode of 2019, we are going to talk about some food trend predictions yeah some of our own and some that we've come across yeah and our thoughts on these yes um so i did some research and these are kind of grabbed from a bunch of people's different predictions but a lot um a lot of people are talking about the whole foods one yeah um but something that was pretty consistent across all the lists and predictions that i saw were hate this term so much motherless meats it's a um, very weird term. And it's not necessarily just fake meat. It's more engineered meat. So it's like that lab-grown meat that's actually real meat, but it doesn't come from an animal. Like but, it's, it didn't have to kill an animal for yeah. it. Um, so apparently that's going to be very big this year based on, I guess, the fact that people are doing it. It's becoming more common for yeah. more companies are trying to get into it too. Yeah. Now... Is that vegan? I I think it's a little bit of a gray area. That's what I was wondering. I I because what the point of veganism, at least in my eyes, mm-hmm. is to cause as little harm as possible. Right. So if it causes the exact same amount of harm as eating no meat would, yeah. Then could it be considered vegan? that's what i'm thinking and Maybe. is it still environmentally friendly less damaging than i don't know like i don't i don't fa- know if there's been like a lot of like research production? into all that kind of stuff yet yeah. to really know these answers but i am very interested for when that research happens because like do you think you would eat lab grown meat well i mean i was actually asked this by someone and my thought was like i i don't know i'd kind of wait to see if other vegans were eating it which is a terrible answer (laughs) i know it's a terrible answer but i feel like if it was safe to say that the animals weren't being harmed like it wasn't causing harm to them and it wasn't like yeah having a terrible impact on the environment yeah it seems like it would be okay yeah like I mean, to be honest, I don't think I miss meat enough to like fully be like, yeah, now I'm just going to eat solely lab grown meat Mm -hmm. and like go back to like kind of carnivorous ways, but not carnivorous, whatever. Um, Like, I mean, I'm living without it now. I don't know why I would have to go back to it, but I could see enjoying it every once in a while. Yeah. Like if it had like the same kind of thing, like I could see myself, you know, if I really want a good burger or something, getting that every once in a while. I could see doing that. But I could also see not wanting to do that. Why? Because, like, you've not eaten meat for so long. Like, I can live without it. Like, I don't care mm-hmm. about it. Like, every once in a while I have a craving, but it goes away pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, like, why do I need to eat it? Just because it's available? Yeah. So. In my mind, it's kind of, it feels like just like when we get fake meats, like when you go for a Beyond Burger, mm-hmm. it's because you want meat. Like, yeah. we are the type of vegans who still appreciate that meat tastes yeah. good, right? So if it's meat that's not harming anyone or anything, 
it's just this, to me in my mind it's the same as like getting beyond sausages yeah so why wouldn't i eat it yeah yeah no i get that um but yeah i don't i honestly don't really know how i fully feel about it but i wouldn't be closed off to trying it if there's like proven that it's not harming all that kind of stuff i wouldn't be closed off to trying it and seeing and maybe adding it but i don't know i i su- fully support it especially mm-hmm. if it's not causing as much harm as like actual yeah. animal agriculture and it's environmentally friendly like i fully support it yeah. and i think it's amazing to be able to do that but yeah i don't know full yet if i would incorporate it into my diet or not yeah i know how expensive i was just be. gonna say i'm curious what the cost would be yeah because like fake meats are expensive Ex- yeah they are so i can imagine lab-grown meat's gonna be pretty expensive until they like figure out how to mass produce yeah. it then it- and then does it is it even environmentally friendly again at that point who knows exactly I, well i guess just mass production for anything yeah even it- like vegan stuff yeah. could be oh it's a slippery slope it's more just like i guess in comparison like am i being more environmentally friendly by doing this or this and yeah you just pick the lesser yeah. of the two right yeah um but yeah, no, I think it was a really, like, overwhelmingly across all the lists, not necessarily just about motherless meats, but was talking about plant-based. Yeah. Like, tons of plant-based things, like plant-based milks, plant-based snacks was on the Whole Foods one or something, like Great. fake meat snacks, like jerky and things like Great. that. Great. Um, which I am never opposed to more jerky brands no, coming please out. please bring more. Um, so... I mean, that's cool that it's on the trend list. I feel like it probably was on the trend list in 2018 as For well. For sure, yeah. I've, I just think now, I think veganism was probably on the trend in oh. 2018, but now it's more plant-based proteins is what they're calling it. Yeah. Because more people are trying it now. As, do you it's think not that just the vegan diet yeah. that people are adopting, it's just plant-based proteins people yeah. are adopting. Do you think that the Beyond Burger is having, I feel oh, like yeah. the... And the Impossible Burger. Yeah. 2018 was a huge year for those plant-based proteins so now starting 2019 that growth is just going to continue and really solidify no yeah i think those i think those two companies in particular impossible foods Mm -hmm. and at least in north america yeah impossible foods and beyond meat i think those two companies have really really progressed plant-based proteins because people are trying and they're like how the heck am i not eating meat right now yeah um, especially I hear, I mean, I haven't tried it, but especially I hear the impossible burger. Yeah. Like there's people who are eating blind taste tests and they're thinking the impossible burger is the meat one. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I think those were huge to like open people's eyes to be like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, this is vegan. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like it tastes like I'm eating meat. So I think those were huge and that's why people are probably embracing it a little bit more mm-hmm. and more willing to try other proteins. And yeah. Stuff. And it's. I guess some of the negative stereotypes that surround plant-based proteins, Mm -hmm. like that whole idea around soy, like everyone thinks that plant-based proteins, sometimes they think of tofu first, right? And then when you think of tofu, you think of soy. And then when you think of soy, you think, oh, the hormones that can get messed up and stuff like that. So maybe we're moving away from that type of viewing of it or perception. Yeah, perception. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm excited about it. Oh, what a time to to be alive. Such a time to be alive. (laughs) But, like, it's, it also is one of those things. So, like, we live in Canada, and A&W in Canada has the Beyond Meat Burger on their menu, which, thank God, Amazing. I eat it so much. 
But literally every time I go into A&W, I see so many people with the Beyond Meat Burger. Like I probably see more Beyond Meat Burgers being ordered there than I see regular burgers. And maybe that's just my random timing. Yeah. But like I was in the restaurant like a month or so ago and I ordered it and everyone who was sitting in the restaurant had a Beyond Meat Burger. Yeah. Like I was blown away. That's awesome. I was like, this is crazy. And like having those options and like good options that are available and pretty cheap Exactly. Are like opening people's eyes and kind of like people are accepting it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's a place like, like I feel like people are more willing to try vegan options when they're on a non-vegan menu than at a, going to a vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no. That's intimidating. Because like if a non-vegan restaurant's putting a vegan option on their menu, you're going to assume they taste tested it, that they're not vegan and yeah. they're trying both of them and they've gotten it pretty close or they're trying to get it close yeah. or whatever. Like they know who their market is, right? Yeah. They're not necessarily trying to... Like obviously they're trying to get the vegan market, but they understand that non-vegans will probably be eating it as well. Mm. So I think when non-vegan restaurants start putting that stuff on their menu people are a lot more likely to try it Mm -hmm. and i think that's also been helping with all these plant-based proteins growing as like the products themselves become better the availability becomes better and then the cost becomes better that's all just a recipe for a great plant-based time also like i haven't confirmed this or not but sorry just something that i remembered apparently kfc has a vegan chicken burger where is it in, in Canada? Europe? What? Yeah. No, apparently in Canada, they have a vegan chicken burger. I haven't been to a KFC in I don't know how long. How have we not? Right? Why are more people not talking about that? Right? Someone I don't like posted it. about it, but I was like, I need to go into a KFC and see. But I was also like, I don't really want to go in because if I go in and they're going to be like, what? No, go away. I don't believe that that's true and we haven't and heard no about that heard everywhere. About yeah. yeah. No, there's no way. Think about how much people were talking about the Beyond, Beyond Burger, Burger in a No, And I just don't know. Maybe that's just poor marketing on KFC's point and that maybe just no one knows about it. I don't believe that. But like, I don't know. Like, it, it's like I hope I'm wrong because I, I would I'm totally wrong. try that. Yeah. I mean, I like I loved KFC when I was younger. Yeah. So I hope I'm wrong, too, because I want to be able to. And that would be like, that's the last brand that I thought would yeah. put anything on their menu. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. No, I heard about it somewhere and haven't been to a KFC yet to confirm. So, yeah, but there would be stuff online about that. You would assume there would be for sure. I mean, we can search it right now. I haven't really looked it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So the next thing that uh, I have been seeing around a lot of lists are, and I'm going to kind of do it a little bit more broad, was like eco-friendly and more like conscious purchasing. Okay. So like eco-friendly packaging and brands that support animal welfare and things like that. Um, right. So people buying more like they're reading more into the brand they're buying from and like what that brand is doing for the environment and animals and people and all that kind of stuff and they're focusing on a lot on that and that was also another trend that i love seeing yeah like it's something that i try and do and i know i don't do it as often as i should because i'm not rich (laughs) but (laughs) but um yeah no i i eco-friendly is such a huge thing with like all this sustainable reusable things now and even like Organic has been around for a long time, but companies that don't use harmful pesticides, Mm -hmm. that kind of still fits into that movement, right? Yeah. Being eco-friendly. And then is that also stuff like, what do they call, say for eggs? Like 
free range yeah cage free or yeah i mean there's one term that doesn't really mean as free as you think it does and then there's the term that actually means they're free is it purchases like that that you mean like free range and yeah i i don't think i don't think that's what whole foods and like the list i was reading fully meant i think it's more like um i mean i guess it is but i think it's also more um oh it's corporate social responsibility type stuff so not necessarily the product itself being amazing, mm-hmm. but like, do they support good causes and things like that? Or Really? Yeah. And that's what I got from it. I could be totally okay. wrong, but that's what I understood from it. So it's like, that's going to become a trend because people are going to care about it more or because companies are going to do that more and make it more vocal. I think, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, I think people ca- are starting to care about it a little yeah. bit more. They're starting to be like, no, I want to support, you know good companies Mm -hmm. and because of that companies are like okay we need to start doing some stuff and vocalizing that we're doing some stuff right so i think it's a little bit of both but these are all just my opinions yeah no that's an interesting thing because it makes me think about like on the one hand if the company is supporting causes that's great but if their product or the way they manufacture their product is still shitty then that doesn't really change my mind Mm -hmm. enough right so as an example that happened in 2018 the whole nike thing with colin kaepernick right Mm -hmm. that's a great movement that's a great thing to stand beside but doesn't nike still still have shitty company like sweatshops and stuff like that it's so hard because like people don't like nike's had so many instances like that where they've come out and been like with like sweatshop scandals and things like that and so many brands have but nike's been pretty bad about it Mm mm-hmm and then, like, all of a sudden, they do something really cool and yeah. people just forget about that yeah. kind of stuff. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm glad they're supporting him. I think they should be. Exactly. But, like, don't forget about all the shitty things that company still does. Yeah. So, like, in my opinion, for that trend, I'd rather see people support companies that are doing things ethically than support companies that are, like, putting, putting on a, a show. Yeah. 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 I uh. agree. Um, it's... Yeah, it's like I would rather see because like if a company was truly like this amazing company that really wants like this driven movement, I'm not trying to like say the people at Nike are horrible people. But like, I think if you really wanted that, like you were like a warrior for certain justices, you'd be putting that into your business practices as yeah, well and yeah. not just donating to a cause or putting someone in an right. ad or something like, like a that, one off right? thing is not enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not just like it shouldn't just be consumer facing things that are good it should also be employee facing things the stuff your employees are seeing all the time yeah. and like all that kind of stuff um but yeah no i thought the something that i think whole Foods specifically was talking about eco-friendly packaging mm. which i guess is like stuff that's recyclable or like compostable and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so like uh a and w in canada now has paper straws do you mm-hmm. see that they're all officially all paper everywhere wow. which is really awesome yeah. um so, like, I think they are talking about that kind of stuff specific to Whole Foods, which is the eco-friendly side of it, and specifically the packaging, which Packaging would me. be huge if packaging could get more eco-friendly, because mm-hmm. it really is, like, one of the biggest things that contributes to people's waste, yeah. and it's also the hardest thing to avoid. Yeah. Because if, that, if that's the only way they sell it, and you're not going to make it yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. So, that is... Oh. Whole Foods was predicting that's going to be a big trend of 2019 is consumers looking for brands that are doing more eco-friendly yeah. packaging and brands trying to make their packaging more eco-friendly, which I'm excited about. That's good. Yeah. 
Um, so another one that I actually really, really liked, and I don't know if this was on Whole Foods one or not, but eating at home. Oh. So meal prep, meal prepping, um, delivery meal kits, things like that, and just generally cooking at home. People are apparently are staying in more than going out. Um, and that's going to be a big trend in 2019 is I wonder, actually getting back yeah. in their kitchen. I wonder why. Me too. I understand the delivery kits contributing to that. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's probably a big part of it. Yeah. Even just like, not even just the delivery kits, but just like now online shopping for groceries. Yeah. Because like, if you don't have to spend an hour at the grocery store, you can have that hour to cook instead, yeah. right? So you save a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So maybe people are just finding they have more time to do all this stuff that they yeah. couldn't do before. That's good. Um, I mean, again, guesses, but I'm excited about that one because, I mean, that one's great for two market girls because yeah, we're all about recipes. recipes. <laughs> uh, but I am curious to see the whole meal delivery evolution. Yeah, how do you evolution. feel about this stuff? I love the idea of it for helping people that, you know, get overwhelmed by Hate cooking. And even it might help you buy the right amount of yeah. food and le- waste, waste yeah. less. But I... My main concern is the packaging and transportation of it. Yeah, I know there are a lot of, I mean, at least that I've seen in the vegan meal kit stuff. I haven't really looked into other ones. But there are a lot of ones that, like, if they come with packing peanuts, the packing peanuts are water soluble. Mm -hmm. So you can literally just, like, rinse them down Mm -hmm. the drain. And so, like, there are pretty conscious of that, at least the ones that I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, no, the packaging and honestly, to me, the big thing is the cost. Like I've looked into those because I was like, yeah, I could try one. But sometimes it's like $10 a meal. And I was like, that's a lot of money to spend on a meal. When you could probably spend two bucks on a meal making something at home. Yeah. I mean, 10 bucks when you have to make the meal yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like I could go out to a restaurant and spend 10 bucks on my meals. So and sometimes that's only for like two people. Yeah. And like that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, like, there's this one meal kit that I wanted to try, but it's, like, you get four meals for two people, so eight total meals, for $40. And I was, like, that's really, like, I could spend 50 bucks in a week on groceries, and Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. So, like, but this only gets me four meals. Yeah. So, like, it's it's hard to get around that, but I can see if you have the money to do it, Mm -hmm. you may as well. Yeah. But, um... I wonder how they would ever make it more cost effective well i mean in just like basic business principles a lot of times you it comes down to growth yeah if they don't have the resources like they don't have the income coming in to be able to make it cheaper they kind of have to sell it for more um but it could also just be the produce they're using and stuff too and also sometimes if they're buying produce in smaller quantities it costs them more and that kind of stuff yeah probably the size of the business that's the biggest thing but also I don't know, a lot of meal kits cost that much. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's a lot. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially when, like, you can... Like, there's a lot of grocery stores that have online grocery delivery that's free or very minimal charge, Mm -hmm. so... Or they even have ones where they will... Shop it and you pick it up. Yeah, you just pick it up. Which I wanted to try. I know. I I haven't tried it yet, but I want to try it. So interesting. I always see the employees wandering around the store doing the shopping. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being that employee. Like, what That'd a be so easy much fun. job. <laughs> yeah, no. So I'm interested to see where this goes because it's something that like I don't really can't see myself ever doing in a sense of meal buying a meal plan delivery mm-hmm. box. But I see a lot of people doing it. I like the idea of it being all organized, like the amount of ingredients you need everything is organized you just like go and make it i love that part because sometimes 
that's the hardest and yeah. most time consuming part of a meal. So I really like that idea, but maybe people should just like do that themselves. Yeah. It's all, it's like meal prep, but extreme. Yeah. <laughs> they just do all the work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, the only thing that I don't like about those meal kits is sometimes I'm like, what if the portion size that you give me isn't enough to fill me? Like it's certain like uncertain dishes and like what if I'm just like extra hungry one day and I have to eat more and then my meal costs even more money because I'm not just eating the meal. Mm-hmm. And like what if, I don't know, like all these, what if I don't like one of the meals and like there's all these like little things yeah. that add to it. Yeah. But I wonder if there's like... Because, like, also, I noticed some of those meal delivery systems are also offering options a little bit more. So, like, there's a choice of two different meals. You pick which one oh, you want. Okay. And, like, that kind of stuff yeah. allows a little bit more flexibility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see where those go in 2019. Yeah. Because, like, now what? I'm delivering meals. The only they just need to, in my opinion, be as environmentally friendly and get more cost effective, and ho- maybe that will happen more in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to send us theirs to you know review on our channel, yeah, I'm so curious about them. If you don't have a lot of packaging, you figured that out. We'd love to. I've also check it out. There's like those food boxes too that aren't necessarily oh, meals, yeah. but they just ship you produce yeah. or something, right? And it's just kind of random produce each time. That's something that I'm very interested in. That would be... Because it would kind of be like a fun, creative thing to do. You don't know what you're getting. And you're like, oh, here. I got to work with this. Now I got to figure out what I can cook. Oh, boy. But I also feel like sometimes if I get something that I was like, I have no idea. And I probably end up shopping for not like other things, but like things to go with it. Yeah, to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be hilarious if both of us got a box and we both tried to figure it out. That would be a lot of fun. That's a challenge that I wanted to do. (laughs) um but yeah no i like that this is a trend that a lot of people have been seeing because i like when people start cooking even if it's cooking from a recipe that you got delivered to you yeah like it's it feels so good when you make a really delicious meal and you're mm-hmm. like i made that, that huh. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so i am excited for people to start cooking again oh yeah you can cook for me anytime you can cook for me anytime yep <laughs> Okay, something that I know you'll love to talk about, Devin. Yes. Number four, edibles and drinkables. Oh, I did not know what you were going to say. <laughs> um, pot. pot. Pot is super popular now. <laughs> is this... Pot-ubel. Pot-pop-popular. Pot, Are you okay? Popular. <laughs> <laughs> did you have some? <laughs> did this come from a Canadian list or... I mean, I understand I don't it. remember, actually. I understand it getting more popular in Canada, you know, seeing well, it's as lot, it's legal Well, there's now. a lot of states in Canada, or in can, states in Canada. There's some states in the U.S. where it's legal now. Yeah, too, yeah, right? but not like a lot. Not like but a, I think the whole also, country. I don't remember exactly where this one came from, whether it was U.S., okay. Canada, or not. But um, I can see it in a sense of being added to a list in a sense that maybe more states will be legalizing it. Mm. And people will be talking about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, I remember reading about a lot of chefs will be working on dishes for restaurants and things with edibles. Interesting. Which is really cool. And like CBD oil and stuff. Yeah. They'll be working with that kind of stuff, which I find very interesting. Me too. Because I remember 
hearing something about the whole like edibles thing and selling them i think this was maybe somebody from the states like california right Mm -hmm. it's been legal there for a while now um but the biggest thing about edibles is people just not understanding the dosage yeah and accidentally eating too much or when they're baking putting too much in it yeah but i don't think anyone has that figured out it's it's gonna i feel like it's gonna take a while because like i mean i don't know when alcohol was legal and all that stuff but like i'm sure the same thing happened with alcohol when it first started people were drinking too much because they didn't realize the effect it had on their body and i think it's just stuff that you kind of learn with time Mm -hmm. um and again i think it's almost harder than alcohol is definitely i think it affects people in a wider variety than alcohol does like yeah obviously more people can take more drinks a little easier but like pot is such a wide range of what people can take and what people can't yeah and how it affects them so i feel like it's going to be such a personalized thing that you have to learn yeah it's really hard to measure and then there's so many different strains Mm -hmm. like depending on how much um thc is in it or because there's ones that will well it's like vodka and whiskey right so it's kind of yeah (laughs) this one's vodka this one's whiskey yeah but i do think cbd yeah i think that is going to be huge i mean it definitely sprung up in 2018 as a huge trend oh my goodness and i think it's just going to continue to grow and in canada it's huge it is yeah i mean there's nothing what is it there's no psychoactive properties in it Mm -hmm. so there's not the safety concerns that come with pot so that's why i think it has sprung up so quickly and I want it. I want to keep seeing. Yeah. I want to learn more about it. Yeah. No, I definitely want to learn more about it. What I find hilarious, though, is like I was talking to my dad about this, too, is that like all of a sudden now that it's legal, at least in Canada, there's so many people who are so open to it now. Mm. And like I would be like, so I was walking down the hall to the office building that I'm in for my current work. And there's these two older ladies who were talking about can. I love that they called it cannabis. They're huh. like, they're like talking. They're like, yeah, I think I would try some cannabis one day. And like, it might be fun and all this stuff. And I was like, like, I bet these are two women who would have been like, if they saw a 16 year old kid smoking pot would have like mm. called them like, they would have been like in trouble for it and like this is a bad terrible thing or like even a 20 year old person smoking mm-hmm. pot you know legal right like this is a ter- like they're a terrible person they're smoking all this stuff and everything and as soon as someone says it's legal all of a sudden people's minds change about it and i was like this is so weird i don't know about that i don't think it's that extreme i think it's the people who are kind of like curious about it but knew that it was wrong those are the people who are now like yeah i try it but the people who are still like no it's bad for you it's dangerous i think those people still feel that way yeah, I, I, I agree that. Yeah. But I do think there's... You like, just didn't realize how many people were afraid to be curious of it before, you know? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I just think there's so many where it's like... Like, I probably even see it in my own parents where they were like... Like, because obviously everyone smokes pot when they're younger. I mean, I didn't. What? But, like, pot's a popular thing in high yeah. school. And, um, and I feel like, like my parents were... Like, my mom was fully against it Mm -hmm. and like now literally i was i was the other day i was talking about ways to smoke pot with my mom and my two brothers (laughs) like it's just it's such a different thing now yeah like it's so weird and i was like this is like this is not a conversation i ever thought i'd have with my mom because she was like so against it before not like to the point where like she hated people who smoked pot Mm -hmm. but like she just was like no you can't smoke it all this stuff and everything and i'm saying and I don't know now it's just it's such a different thing she doesn't necessarily view it as 
a horrible thing anymore. Do you think it's because people have like educated themselves a bit more about it? Yeah, and I think I think that is part of it. And I think as more people, like as the government, when yeah. once you start hearing like more like government talking about it and things, you're like, okay. And you start like hearing the comparisons a little bit like, you know, it's like drinking alcohol. If you don't think drinking alcohol is bad, then you can't like, mm-hmm. I mean, the two are different, but yeah. like you understand the comparison. Yeah. And I think it's just people talking about it more and people not necessarily, because like before it was legal, you know, it's, it's just something you were doing that was illegal. Mm-hmm. Like it was a crime or whatever, you yeah. know, that's all it was before. But it wasn't like dangerous. Yeah. Like it was never like, it's, it's the exact same effects it has back then that it does now. Mm-hmm. But I think people, cause like so many people just associated, lumped it in with all the other drugs because yeah. it was something that it was illegal, like doing cocaine and doing yeah. all this stuff and all these things. So like you just lump it in. But now that it's, it's like they've, there's a clear division between these two, diff- like these different kinds of drugs and that, this is more closely related to alcohol than it is yeah. to cocaine and all these other things that like people are starting because like the way people talk about it is completely different now. Mm-hmm. And like, I think a lot more people are way more open to trying it now. Yeah. And because like if the government thinks it's safe enough for us to have, then it must be safe enough for me to try. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just think it's so interesting that you like... I hear people talk about it that I never thought would talk about smoking mm-hmm. pot. So it's yeah. like, this is so weird. <laughs> no, that I, the point you made about chefs cooking with it would be very interesting I, yeah. to see. I am very, very curious about that. Like, I think you could, like, because, like, you buy alcohol when you go to a restaurant. Yeah. Like, you get a glass of wine or a beer or something. I just I was like, I'll take a pot brownie <laughs> instead of a glass of wine. I mean, there's people that they prefer that, right? They yeah. don't like to drink. Like, I'm just like, it's going to be such a weird shift if that kind of stuff ends up happening, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get one of those uh, special brownies. Are, are you going to get a drink? No, but I think I'll get a pot brownie. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yes. <laughs> How would you like that for dessert or to pot start? Wine. <laughs> pot wine. Ew. Because oh, they were talking about drinkables. Drinkables is another thing that people are talking about, which I don't, like, again, so I'm someone who's never smoked pot. Never had an edible, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what mm-hmm. those types of things taste like at all. So I don't know what's going to be gross with pot and what's not. Do you think they, because I'm trying to think, like it's a leaf. Do they like steep it like, like they tea? do tea? Maybe. I mean, that might be Maybe cool. they do. Maybe I'll drink a pot tea. Is there pot tea? Going to have a pot, pot tea. <laughs> <laughs> there, I feel like there actually is. Yeah. I think I've heard of that before. Probably. That would probably make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there is. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very excited about this trend. I'm super excited to see what chefs Oh do my gosh, it. that brings a whole new me- meaning to high tea. <laughs> we it's should do definitely that. a thing. We should do that on our channel, <laughs> high tea. <laughs> all, the, all of them are edibles and <laughs> Oh, that'd be so funny. Oh boy. All right, 2019. Wow. <laughs> okay. What else? Um... Going into diets, high fat diets. So and we're talking like really intense fats. Like keto diet, that one. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Keto yeah. diet's the high fat diet. But also like products that are really high in fat. So like ghee, which is like a clarified butter. Oh, okay. And like um there's one of I think it was Whole Foods one they were talking about like coconut coconut butter filled chocolate cups, mm-hmm. like peanut butter cups, but they're filled with coconut butter. And so, like, very high stuff that's really high in fat. Yeah. 
Um, which is another one I don't know how I feel about. Like all these, there's always a diet of the year or something, yeah. and it's just it's keto's turn. Oh, and there was another one that was pagan. Pagan. Oh, right? yeah. Paleo yeah. vegan. Ugh. Which I don't know really what paleo I don't know is. What pale- it's just they don't eat bread or something, right? Or is that keto? No, I think I don't know if I'm wrong, but to me, paleo kind of oh. almost took it back to caveman yeah. type diet. So it's like meat, high protein high protein and not a lot of something else i think i want to say not a lot of carbs so breads yeah okay i think i don't don't know know enough about diets same i really don't look into these things at all i don't i don't know i they're not something like i don't pay attention to diets that aren't like a lifestyle change yeah and i don't think paleo or keto or any of that stuff is a sustainable diet which is why i don't pay attention to any of those things it's definitely not and i don't think that the results of keto um outweigh not trying to be punny there what you <laughs> uh have to go through because you like trick your body yeah. into treating fat a different oh, way oh it's like right? the ketosis or yeah something you have like to get that. into yeah. this ketosis state yeah which I am so confused by diets. And the fact that you have to <laughs> trick your body into doing something... Which isn't natural, means right? ...means that you're not so. developing a healthy habit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I just think, like, I am not about a diet that I need to think about that much. Mm-hmm. That I need to be like, nope, I can't do that. Nope, I can't. And I know I'm, I'm vegan and there's a lot of things. But to me, it's just... It, it's I don't so, know. Veganism is not a diet to me, though. It's so... It's such an interesting mindset. It's so, it's so different, right? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, because like everyone goes on keto or paleo or something because it's supposed to make them healthier and lose weight or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily why people go vegan. Yeah. It's a completely different mindset. Yeah. And it, like, it's crazy that you can go on a diet and struggle so much, but you go vegan and you don't have that same struggle. Like, for example, if you're at work during the holidays, like back in December, mm-hmm. There's probably cookies and chocolate around all the time, yeah. right? And someone who's on a diet oh, would struggle with avoiding temptation. that every day. But as a vegan, there was Whatever. just, it was every day, there was stuff yeah. I couldn't eat in the office and it was never a question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is weird. But it's it's the exact same circumstances. It's something you're not supposed to eat, but the person on a diet isn't accountable it's, to anybody else and yeah. isn't doing it for moral reasons, right? Yeah, they're doing it just to like lose weight and they're like, oh, it's just a cheat day. If I have this, I'll make up for yeah. it tomorrow. And it's not kind of the same mindset. You can't make up for the life you killed. Exactly. <laughs> it kind of like really fascinates me that your mind can just like click like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just, what it's so weird because like, like in this something anytime you're like i'm trying to eat a little healthier or whatever it is like even as someone who's on a vegan diet and yeah. i'm like someone who's trying to eat healthier i bought chips the other day yeah. and i was like why can't i just say i say no to dairy right. and all this stuff all the time why can't i do that with chips <laughs> i know it is it's such a weird psychological thing that goes on in your brain <laughs> yeah it's so fascinating i kind of love it um anyways that's our thoughts on diets <laughs> yeah but yeah so i guess the keto diet is the diet of 2019 um i don't know like i know a few people who have tried it yeah but and they lost weight but i don't think that it stayed see that's you know the thing I mean? like you'll probably lose weight doing all yeah. these diets you probably will but as soon as you go back to your normal eating habits, if you don't make any actual lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. you're just going to gain all that weight back and sometimes more. So like this is the thing I don't like about diets is that they don't teach you how 
to make better choices in the future. They just teach you for these eight weeks, do this and that's it. And then you're fine. Yeah, it's all about restrictions and what you can't have instead of like bringing more of a positive mindset and to like just, the things that you should be yeah. eating. And even just like, they don't really educate you about food. They're just yeah. like, you can't eat this stuff. This is just the stuff you can't eat. They don't tell you why. They don't tell you what to look out for if you want to eat certain things. Yeah. They don't tell you all this kind of stuff. Like they don't really educate you as to why so now you're like if it tells you not to eat this chocolate cookie and this is a really bad example but like they tell you not to eat a chocolate cookie but you're like oh this one's not a chocolate cookie like they don't tell you why (laughs) yeah you're not supposed to be eating something so like you could be eating something that has the exact same nutritional crappy (laughs) of it and not realizing because they're not educating you on anything. Mm-hmm. They're and just I, telling you what foods not to eat. Yeah. And I think just from like a psychological standpoint, it's way more effective to get you excited about a positive, a thing, mm-hmm. a healthy thing than to Then use here's the guilt, list of things you can't yeah, eat. To use guilt yeah. to make you not eat something. Yeah. So yeah, that's our thoughts on diets. This is why we don't do them. Anyways, we don't really care if keto is a thing in 2019. Yeah, I would be happier if it wasn't i'm tired of seeing these fad diets because it just gets people down when they can't keep the weight off or whatever it is what it is but yeah that's that all right we won't be making any keto recipes no in case you didn't realize that or pagan (laughs) at least not on purpose or paleo (laughs) yeah yeah we're not intentionally gonna be doing any of this um okay so the last one that i thought was interesting and specifically for us is food design for instagram stories which <laughs> really really confused me because i was like what does that mean it's not just food designed it. for any social media yeah. but apparently it's food that like moves and like not like living food it's like designed to kind yeah. of like move or like change in some way change color or yeah. like make a sound so that for that like quick instagram story moment and i was like this is such like I hate that this is kind of what food's become but I also kind of love it (laughs) yeah I mean as far ever since social media has exploded and especially because of Instagram anything or everything has become like it has to be an experience yeah people will go to an event or will go to a store because there's some kind of experience that they can capture right almost like an experience has now become defined almost as Instagram worthy yeah like people use that now as like you want your thing to be Instagram worthy yeah it blows my mind it's so funny like something about your event or something about your restaurant or something has to be worth instagram's time yeah or the user of instagram which i mean sounds kind of disgusting when you say it that way but when you look at what it stands for it's like let's make things unique and stand out as special as possible let's make them something we want to share yeah that's a great mindset but when you say we got to get on Instagram and it sounds like we're all just disgusting <laughs> yeah. robots I mean, yeah, searching for likes. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah no, just, go to our Instagram and follow us, please. I mean, oh. I don't think any of our dishes are designed for Instagram stories. It's nothing I would have thought of. Like, I try and make the food look good yeah. and sound good. But I just like it. Like, it was so weird when I was reading about it. And like, it was like, yeah, food changes color and moves. I was like, what? I don't want that. No, I just want to eat my food and not be creeped out by it. It's like a science experiment. I don't know. Like, I understand why people like this Instagram-worthy moment. Yeah. But at the same time, I almost never go to a restaurant and, like, sit there and be like, I'm waiting for my food to do something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I just want to eat. <laughs> and I mean, just in general, we're really bad at taking pictures of our food <laughs> yeah. before we eat it. Yeah. We have a shirt that says the camera eats first, but, but really, we're, we're the camera eats it. second. <laughs> yeah. The camera takes a photo of our empty plate. Yeah. In reality. Exactly. <laughs> So I, this trend will be really interesting to see really weird foods. 
but I don't know if I want it to stick because I just want to eat normal food. It'll probably just be a fad. It makes oh, yeah. me think of like some of the very elaborate foods you see them make on chef's table. Yes. Because those are Instagram worthy. They're so intense. But those are not like, not everyone can do those. Oh, like, no, Instagram, like no one can do those. Yeah. Instagram worthy food is not going to come up, become like a mass trend that McDonald's is yeah. doing. That would be gross if McDonald's food Imagine made the- sounds. <laughs> worse than it already does their fries change color i'm like what is happening (laughs) yeah i also feel like it depends on who's doing it because if like mcdonald's started doing stuff people like what chemicals did you put in exactly (laughs) but like if a high-end restaurant did it they'd be like whoa that's so cool (laughs) this seems so natural (laughs) what am i eating You know, I don't want my food to like change colors or make sounds, but I really want to start putting more googly eyes on all of our yes. food. I'm just gonna carry a little packet of googly yeah. eyes everywhere I go, so that anytime I'm at a restaurant, that should be our thing. Can that? that is that like only a story thing? Instagram story? Yeah, all of I think that food? should be our thing. I am so down for that. Yeah, we need to get some googly eyes. Edible ones or plastic ones? I think plastic ones are okay. work because then you can like wash them and just keep reusing. The rare them. time you want to go for like shock effect and you eat the eyeballs and oh, you use the edible yeah. ones so we just carry both <laughs> yeah just gotta have a little pocket for your eyes yeah <laughs> yeah no that let's make that trend happen <laughs> forget yeah. about so this is a good segue into what we think is gonna happen in 2019 <laughs> and uh we think googly eyes on food is gonna be a trend we're gonna make it a trend <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's all the trends that i thought were really interesting to talk about but I think it's a good way to kind of roll into not necessarily what we think is going to be trendy, because it's hard to, once you've seen all these trends, mm-hmm. to now think of your own things. Yeah. But maybe talk about trends for Two Market Girls in 2019. Whoa. Some food trends. Food trends. Um, do you want to work with CBD? Yes. I mean, I do want to try it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Not, yeah? Um. I don't want to make stuff for Instagram stories. Sorry, guys. No. We're not making food that moves or changes color or makes Make sounds. sounds. <laughs> no, thank you. That's weird. What I did actually was thinking about for Two Girls for 2019 is I kind of want to focus on making really like our food still really good, but kind of trying in a way to make it a little healthier. Mm-hmm. Like I love our unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But I think, like, if I can make that food just as delicious, but make it a little bit healthier, yeah. I think that's what I would like to do for Two Market Girls Interesting. in 2019. Well, Ride this health wave. Sure. As long as it still tastes good. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. You'll see a recipe for sugar-free banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it tasted good. It did taste and delicious. And I love how simple it was, so. Yeah. Um, is there a trend you would like to see Two Market Girls do? Or is there a trend that we read that you want to see us do? Uh, it would be cool to see if we can do a little bit more waste-free recipes yeah try that out a bit yeah i guess that's just essentially more bulk shopping and things mm-hmm. and just like limiting some of the packaged goods we buy yeah which is it's hard. hard to do it's especially hard. when sometimes as a vegan the specialty items Are it's already packaged. hard enough to find you know yeah really and i can't make everything from scratch i don't make I'm like almost nothing from scratch. (laughs) 
Oh, something else that I want to incorporate into TMG a little bit in 2019, and that's something that I didn't include here, but uh, I was seeing it on a lot of lists as well, was gut health. I was, yes, I was so thinking gut health probiotic type as well. stuff. Yeah, because it's crazy. It is such a hot topic right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, my mom talks to me about it all the time because she's all in that like <laughs> holistic mom thing to talk holistic about. nutrition is like her thing and all of the you know nutritionists that she follows and stuff like that they're all talking about gut health because yeah. it's like your third brain Something like some of them that, say yeah. it's your second brain but because <laughs> it's crazy that you can mess up your gut and then that bad bacteria and all that can affect Everything. even like psychological things mm-hmm. like anxiety and stuff yeah. like that so maybe we should like you want to make kimchi or something? Oh, I love kimchi. I've tried to make kimchi. I didn't make it well. No. I have to try again. But oh my god, kombucha. Booch. Yeah. We, no, booch. I think that's a good thing to do. I think it might make a cool like vlog series to start off with. Yeah. Just us trying different things. So it could be me trying to make kimchi. One of yeah. us trying to make booch. Sauerkraut is something that I love and would love to start making too. Yeah. So like just kind of in like getting into more gut health type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be fun. Yeah. I think we could do a lot with kombucha. Do some pretty cool flavors. Yeah, that would yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, as long as we, you know, get down the hard part of it, which is just making it. Like, what is the hard part of it? I don't know. I feel like it's really easy to screw up, I... but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Can you kill the SCOBY in some way? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I... We need to talk to our booch-making friends. Yeah. Wasn't it Tina? I think Tina makes Tina it. Tina makes yeah. it. We gotta talk. To, we gotta have just a video with Tina and educate us on booch. If we're gonna, I would like to do booch and butter chicken. If we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. her butter chicken recipe. Tina, if you're listening, we would like to set aside some of your time to talk about booch and butter chicken. <laughs> That's all I need for 2019. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, this was a good discussion. This was. I'm very curious. It'll be interesting to look back, like, December 2019 yes. to see if what... all this stuff kind of, like, is accurate. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, how it progressed and changed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm also, like, hungry now that oh, we talked so about hungry. food for so long. I'm craving some vegan meat, and I don't know why. <laughs> because we were talking about that. So much. I just want jerky. Oh, so Always good. jerky. Well, that's going to be it for the first episode of TMG Unfiltered in 2019. We hope you enjoyed listening. Yeah, and I think it was a good way to start it off. I think it was pretty good. Like, we structured it well. I think it was pretty useful for us and for everybody else. You'll learn something. Yes, we are trying to be more intentional with our discussions on our Mm -hmm. podcast this year. So let us know if you have any thoughts or suggestions for that. We're going to keep working on it. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, we are at Two Market Girls on social. And to see any of the recipes or experiments that we talked about (laughs) uh check out our blog at twomarketgirls.com and our youtube channel which is just called two market girls and um yeah subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes thanks for listening bye